0: Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ, a podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Southerton, Pennsylvania, dedicated to connecting the liturgical and spiritual life of the Orthodox parish with the life of the Orthodox home, presenting the weekly homilies of our parish pastors, Father Noah Buscelli and Father James Thayer, as well as discussions of the liturgical year and Orthodox life and practice by Justin Voll and Jeff Hyatt. Now here is Father Noah Bouchelle. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Christ is risen. Christos anesti. Christos, grace. On Messiah come. Christos enviat. Lord, it is good for us to be here in your house. And this is a sorrowful, sorrowful is too strong a word, a sad day for me, a sad day for all who love the Paschal season. This is the last Sunday of the, the 40 days of Pascha. We know, of course, that every Sunday we celebrate the resurrection. We know that every week is a mini Holy Week, and we should live it that way. But it will be sad to set aside the Paschal troparion and the paschal greeting. Just as it must have been sad for the apostles to say goodbye to the Lord. And yet we don't say goodbye to the Lord. This is the whole point, that He is with us. And we know, of course, when we focus on this, of course, in the sacraments, He is with us in our baptism, our chrismation. That's our personal Pascha, personal Pentecost. He is with us in our marriages, just as He was present in Cana of Galilee. He is with us in Holy Confession, the second baptism, bringing us back to that pristine state that we enjoyed when we came out of the waters. With us in the holy priesthood, bishops, priests, deacons. With us in holy unction and all the other sacramental parts of our life. And we know also that he's with us in the holy scriptures. He's with us when we sacrifice for each other. When we lay down our own desires for the other person in our life when we remember that God is first, that others are second, and I am third, that's when Christ is with us perfectly. But especially I want to turn our attention back to the Holy Scriptures. The Scriptures are a letter from God to us multiple letters, layers of letters over centuries. Letters of God to us. Letters through God's friends, the prophets and the apostles. So that we we would understand his love and that we would not settle for anything less than heaven. That we would not settle for anything less resplendent less eternal, less perfectly blissful than eternal life. As I'm aging, I'm seeing more and more the contrast between this world and God's world. I'm seeing more and more how this world is wonderful indeed. We are blessed to live here. We are God's guests in this wonderful creation. And yet this world has fallen under the curse and is ruled by sin, the devil, and death. And when we don't feel at home, it's because we aren't home. When we don't feel at home, it's because we have a nostalgia for paradise. We realize that we don't fit here. So we turn to the scriptures again and again and again. Let us do so every day. Let us do so with a hunger and thirst for righteousness. To know God's love. To be refreshed in God's love. And to see what true humanity looks like. True humanity looks like our Lord Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead. And he is a prophet, a priest, and a king. Prophet, priest, and king. As a prophet, he is one who brings God's teaching. As a priest, he is one who offers God to us and offers us to God. And as the king, he is the one who has the dominion over the world. And we see that dominion exercised so radically in this healing of the man born blind. Our Lord spat on the ground and mixed with the dirt and made a clay and put it in the man who did not have eyes. Put it in his eyes. This reminds us of the dominion that he had at the beginning of the creation. And that dominion continues until the end. And we are called to share in that dominion, to share in that prophethood and priesthood and kingship. I want to pause and reflect on the gospel reading for a moment on the way by. This gospel is a tedious one for me to listen to and for me to study. And I'm a little bit ashamed to say that bored is not the right word, but frustrated. I feel frustrated when I read this text. Because it goes, you know, it goes on and on. Did he tell you to wash? Yes, no, back and forth. And it's like a courtroom. They're trying to convict this man And his parents are so weak, they recuse themselves. We can't speak about this because they didn't want to be thrown out of the synagogue. You know, going through the details over and over and over again. But this reminds us of the tedium of sin. The tedium of this life. This less than life that we live. The tedium of the life of strife, the tedium of argument in our families, the tedium of being eaten alive by our thoughts, accusing, 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 really the tedium of the devil, the accuser, the divider, the father of lies, unleashed in this world, and so easily do we become his accomplices. But as priests and prophets and kings, in Christ, we can rise above this tedium. We can remember that our human condition, this tragic gap that we live in, between the ideal and the experienced, is only temporary, and we can, with Christ, Breathe new life into it. Just as in the epistle, the apostles preached the word of God to the jailers. They did a good deed to the jailers and then preached to them. And the jailers were changed. We can prophesy. We can speak the truth to this world. I think we can't do it without tears, though. We can't do it without tears of repentance, tears of sorrow for the suffering of this world. We can be priests, and we can come when we come to church, when we come before our icons. We can come with the sorrows of those in our lives, the sickness, the suffering, the poverty, the instability, the confusion. And we can offer it to Christ. And we can be kings too. We can reign on high with him. And this is what we are called to do, in fact. St. Paul writing to the Ephesians in the second chapter says, You who were dead were made alive with him and were raised up with him and will be enthroned with him reigning on high forever. Let's not not forget this, brothers and sisters. The sufferings of this world, as real as they are, are transient, they're passing by. This world does not define us, and this world will not consume us. We have to be consumed, rather, by heaven. St. Paul to the Romans, he says, Yet in all of these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We reign with Christ. We are kings and queens with Christ. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord it's so simple it's so simple and it's so easy to forget so brothers and sisters we walk through the valley of the shadow of death we are bored and tired of the tedium of sin, the tedium of living under the, de- the devil's tyranny. But let's open our eyes to the life that we have. Not the facade of life that we see on our screens, but the true life that we see in the icons that we read about in the scriptures. Life beyond this life, breaking into this life and transforming it to our Lord and God and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the company of all the saints, be all glory and praise forever and ever. Amen. Christ is risen.